Intel is aging like fine wine. Somebody put 61 terabytes of storage on the Steam Deck, and NVIDIA, they're changing how they're doing things. Let's get in the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your Brett Fist this Friday, November 3rd, 2023. We're gonna start off today talking about Intel and how their driver updates continue to just raise the performance bar for their Intel Arc series of GPUs. In the latest update, you can see that it boosts some games by up to 750%, specifically that one being the Halo Master Chief Collection, getting 750% performance boost in 1080p with enhanced settings. And you can see from the list that's currently on the screen, some games only get as much as 15%, but others are in the 113% region, 9% in something like Alien Isolation, but definitely it shows that Intel is putting in the work to actually upgrade their GPUs to be faster than they were before. And despite the fact that some Something like my A770 might give Kyler some disease that forces him to not be here at work once he licks it. It appears that your PC will at least speed up if you put an Intel GPU in there. No wait for like a year. This bodes well for the launch of the Battle Mage GPUs. Hopefully we still get them on gaming and I'm looking forward to the future that Intel has and news reports like this where every single driver update Intel's making like huge advancements to make their GPUs better for the gamer makes me happy. And what seemed to make a lot of people happy yesterday was the launch of NCXT's brand new H6 Flow case. They posted this everywhere. A lot of reviewers got them. It's an actually really affordable case that came out yesterday and we got to build in it here live on UFD Tech. You can see all of the parts. We went for a snow themed PC and it looks really good. It has a angled intake for some of the fans on the front, making it so that it can run G GPU temperatures a little bit lower, getting some direct air going on the graphics card. It's a really unique looking case coming in at a decent price point. We have an affiliate link down below. This isn't sponsored by NZXT. We just, it's a new thing that came out in the tech world that you can check out. And that's what happened with AMD yesterday. They announced a few more mobile chips that they want you to check out, specifically with the hybrid implementation of having both full Zen 4 cores as well as Zen 4C cores, which allow them to compact the design, make it a little bit smaller and run a little bit more efficiently. The big thing that's happening here is number one, AMD is taking this opportunity to dunk on Intel and their E cores versus the 4C cores that AMD has, specifically noting that it has identical IPC, can support multi-threading or hyper-threading as Intel calls it, and doesn't actually change the instruction set. So you don't have to use something like Intel's thread director in order to get this to run properly. It'll just work right out of the box. You'd see that in this slide right here that AMD provided, they wanna make sure that you know that their little cores are better than Intel's little cores. And they also provided this documentation showing that the Zen 4C cores, at least until you get into high TDP scenarios, actually don't perform that much worse than the regular Zen 4 cores. And so all this is gonna do is save you some power, give you some extra battery life, especially in the mobile sector. We'll have to wait for official reviews to come out, but AMD is saying that gives you 35% less area, making it so that you have more power in a smaller package. We'll keep you updated as reviews come out for the Zen 4C version of the Ryzen chips happen to hit the streets. And Samsung hit the streets to let everybody know that they're still sticking with AMD. They are not moving on from that. Despite the fact that the Galaxy X23 line of phones did not have any Exynos chip with AMD's graphics, they are moving back to that. And this is coming after yesterday's report where we found out that the previous Exynos chip actually got better over time and AMD and Samsung apparently made some improvements in that. So in the Galaxy S24 line, Samsung 
Samsung has confirmed that they will be returning to at least a few markets, getting the Exynos chips, making it so that you can run Samsung and AMD instead of just having the Qualcomm Snapdragon. However, the predominant chip in the S24 line will still be Qualcomm, and we're getting more details about the 8 Gen 3 for Galaxy. It'll have an overclocked GPU, making it so that it's faster than the other GPUs that are out there with the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 that are gonna be hitting the market, which this is all good news. You would expect the new thing to be faster than the old thing. However, that appears to be ruffling the feathers of a lot of people who just recently picked up an M2 Ultra-based Mac. Because Geekbench scores are coming out from the M3 Max chips, Apple's latest chip that they announced this past Monday, and it turns out that it gets very, very close to the M2 Ultra in Geekbench scores. It beats it in single-core performance, having 2980 versus the 2800 that comes on the M2 Ultra, but it only loses to the M2 Ultra by 200 points, putting everybody who purchased the M2 Ultra a little out to lunch, especially with how much money they needed to spend in order for that to happen. However, Apple did say that the M3 Max is supposed to be 50% faster than the M2 Max, and that's kind of what we're seeing in these benchmark scores, that the M3 Max is gonna be very competitive. Unfortunately, people who just purchased the flagship that launched a few months ago are gonna be stuck with a little less than what they want. And that's exactly how I feel right now with no Reese, no Kyler. Normally, I would transition to deals here. I've got no deals. So what I'll do instead is talk about a project that I love, putting random crap on a Steam Deck, and that's exactly what a modder over at Storage Review decided to do, except for they got one of the U.2 Solodyne SSDs with a capacity of 61.44 terabytes, and then they hooked up a U.2 to M.2 adapter, and then put that on the Steam Deck, giving it effectively 62 terabytes of storage coming in at really, really fast speeds. Highly impractical, but that's exactly what I love to do with Steam Decks. We put 16 terabytes on my Steam Deck, so this person took it to another level. I had to use RAID cards. They're just using a single SSD. They're clearly better than me. I just didn't have access to a, a gigantic drive like that. But what I have had access to for over a decade is a little budgeting app known as Mint. This is something that I've been using since I was in high school. And unfortunately, I'm talking about this because this matters to me. It's shutting down. Intuit, the owners of TurboTax and Credit Karma, are shutting down Mint as of January 1st, 2024, making it so that after 14 years of ownership, because Mint was acquired by Intuit back in 2009, they're trying to transition people over to their more recently acquired service, Credit Karma, which doesn't have the budgeting section of everything that Mint did. It has like the ability to, to track things, but not the budgeting side of things. And I know that Cam is gonna type down in the comments, you need a budget, but I liked Mint. I was, I've been using Mint for a, such a long time. I remember doing like a college presentation on Mint in one of my classes. And I had so many people being like, I never knew an app like this existed. Could you tell me how to use it? It's, I'm sad. I'm sad it, uh, it's going. And a lot more things are going into Disney's coffers and their vaults because they have now officially completed the full takeover of Hulu, buying out Comcast's last 33% that was owned of that streaming platform for $8.6 billion, with Disney saying that this is gonna allow them to make their streaming plans a little bit better and create a one-app experience that combines Disney Plus and Hulu, etc. From what I gather, a lot of this might also be so that they can include Hulu's streaming numbers in the projections of how 
their streaming platform is going and that while they already owned a large portion of it they couldn't actually claim hulu's subscribers as their own and that's why they're completing this it's not quite clear there's also like some indication that they might be transitioning some other media off of their plate so that they can be independent again or sell it to another high bidder uh, there's a lot changing over at disney but it means that the streaming wars are just going to continue. And the upscaler wars are still hot and heavy. Starfield, which was the AMD sponsored title that lacked FSR 3 at launch, despite the fact that it came out right around the time AMD was supposed to deliver FSR 3 and also didn't have DLSS at launch, has now confirmed that it will be getting DLSS in a beta update next week. However, this is well before it's getting FSR 3 with Bethesda not indicating when FSR 3 is actually going to come to the latest Star game. Just a little funny, DLSS being implemented before FSR 3, despite the fact that it was an AMD sponsor title. Maybe that's to like make sure people aren't mad about it. I'm not entirely sure, but I am sure that I am more interested in the super series of RTX 40 GPUs that are supposed to be launching sometime in the imminent future. We're not quite clear on the timeline, but there are more details coming out that the upgrade in GPU performance is allegedly not going to come at any sort of power increase, that all of the 40 series GPUs are gonna stay at the same power consumption as their non-super models, making it so that they retain a lot of the benefit that the RTX 40 series brought while also delivering more power. Because one of the big things that I've always loved about the 40 series is that you are getting, besides the 4090, you are getting a lot of power at a really reasonable wattage. Something like the RTX 4070, giving you decent 1440p gaming experience while also consuming under 200 watts has been crazy. Crazy. And now you're supposed to get, at least based on the rumored CUDA core increase, 20% more performance for roughly the same board power, which is very good. The 4070 Ti Super is supposed to be about a 10% increase at the same wattage. And then the 4080 Super is supposed to be about a 5% increase at the same wattage, which makes it less worth it. However, you know, overclock your 4080 by 5% and you're gonna increase the power consumption. So this is slightly better than overclocking it at home. Hopefully the price stays the same. Hopefully they drop the price of 4080 Super at 999 would be way, way more sensible. Still too expensive, but just more reasonable in my mind, NVIDIA's obviously not gonna do that, but I am obviously gonna delve right on into comment response. Ghost Theorem Production saying, UFT Tech should have a strict no taking sick days for licking GPUs policy. It's being written up in our HR manual as we speak. Alpaca Wacker said, this wouldn't be the first time that Sony launched a slim version of one of their consoles that kind of look, feel like cheap knockoffs of the original console. The best example I can think of is the PS3 Super Slim. You could also argue that same with the PS2 Slim, versus PS2, as well as the PS1 versus the original PlayStation, but to a lesser extent than the PS3 Super Slim. I actually only had the original PS3 with the glossy fat plastic, so I had to look this up. And I don't know, this feels like it's roughly in the same ballpark. I think the difference is here, this is noticeably smaller. This is actually way more compact. Same PS1 versus the original PlayStation. It, it, physically shrunk the size by a whole lot. With the new PS5 Slims, they're shrinking it by like 10%. So it looks like 
it's almost a PlayStation 5, but isn't quite there yet, which gives me like big flea market vibes. You got the Plostoshin 5. Asher said, did I miss something? What does YYDM stand for? Google was no help on this matter. Just look at my shirt. What does it say? I'm not saying it out loud, but my shirt says it. If you missed a few episodes of Hot News when Reese was around, then you might not understand this meme, but I have to wear this shirt for the rest of the year because it was our best selling merch lineup of the Cannonball Charity stream. So ugh. Nicholas said, Kyler, get better, young sir. I hope that he does sometime soon. Giratina saying, I like the solo news more as it feels more like news and not a discussion or commentary. It makes it feel like I'm getting it straight from a primetime anchor. And We Motion Masher says, I don't know if you'll take this as a compliment or an insult, but I will watch the breakfast regularly regardless of host orientation so long as Brett is involved. Why would I take that as an insult? I, I would take that. Uh, you're saying you, you want to watch it if I'm in. I like that. I appreciate it. I've been of two minds of this because I was thinking, you know, after Reese left, should we bring Kyler in? Should I, you know, go back to the solo hosting or should it be with both of us? And I honestly like the commentary style of things more than just me feeding it to you. This feels a little bit more, as the previous comment mentioned, primetime anchoring. That's not exactly the vibe that I'm trying to go for here on Hot News. I like to deliver the news and then have some discussion with my co-hosts. That's kind of the general idea of what I really enjoyed about Reese's time here. And I would look forward to what we do with Kyler. But the, the, the way it's scheduled now, I have to film Monday's episodes of Hot News on Sunday so that our editor can get to it. And that means that Kyler will not be in Monday episodes probably anytime in the near future or forever because he doesn't come in on Sundays. And so that will at least give you one episode where it is without a co-host at least once a week. As Jargo saying, Brett being alone was extremely jarring for me for some reason. Like I instinctively looked to the right side to see nothing, just nothing. Like that's not right at all. Did make me appreciate the background and accessories though. I even also like I was leaning to this side. I like was giving space for a co-host that just wasn't there. So you're not the only one who was a little jarred by it. And hopefully you're not jarred in by hot news because it's over. We'll catch you back here for more of the hottest tech news on Monday. That will be a Kyler list episode, even if he's feeling better on Friday, because that means that we just, we scheduled anyway. Bye tomorrow, Friday. This is Bye tomorrow. Nope. Bye. See you on Monday. That was, that was a mess. <laughs>